You may have learned at an early age not to give into your emotions, and this may have served you well in your career and your business and your life to a point. But what if you were actually imprinted to create upper limits on your business? Find out by listening in to this episode of I Am Vibrant. Emotions play a critical and interesting role in our success in any goal, any business, any endeavor, but often it's a misunderstood role. You might be someone who was taught at a young age, don't give in to your emotions, ignore them, move past them. This becomes an imprint, and it might be imprinting that served you well to a point because you learned not to stop every time you felt like something was uncomfortable or you felt fear and not rocking the boat in terms of feeling emotions can really create a nice comfort zone, but it also creates an internal conflict because you want more in your business and your life, but you'll hit a point where you can't think your way past the upper limits that this imprinting has created. And that keeps you from your next level success. And that conflicted energy lowers your vibration and your point of attraction because you attract what you feel. We all do. So to break through to the next level in your business, to level up in any area of your life might just be that it's time to return to feeling, to allowing your feelings to guide you to the next level in your career, your business, and your life. In this episode, I'm going to be giving you practical magic tools and exercises to help you start doing exactly that. And I'll start with some context and teach what I teach my clients about discerning between intuition and fear voices. But before that, if you're a mission-driven entrepreneur, a coach, a healer, a business leader, wondering when and how you're ever going to fit it all in, or if you're someone who aspires to be an entrepreneur, but you don't feel like you have the energy or the time for a side gig, I want to share with you our best burnout recovery routine. This is a daily routine that helps you gain energy by doing more instead of being drained and sucked dry when you try to do more. This is a free download and you can get it now at it's a bit.ly link forward slash daily best burnout recovery routine. And I will drop that in the show notes for you. Okay. Now let's get on to talking about this emotional imprinting and how it might be setting an upper limit for your business. So why do most entrepreneurs and business leaders lead from the head? Well, that's what most of us were trained to do early on, to be sensible, to use our conscious mind, to solve problems. It also feels more comfortable to lead from the head. And if you haven't developed the emotional capacity to allow feelings to be a divining rod that guides you, then it's the easiest thing to do. And it's no accident that I say divining ride rod, because this is of the divine. When we tap into our feelings and feel our way into the path to take our business or our mission or our purpose, it's truly of a higher place. It's truly guided by the divine. And the result when you learn how to do that is not only do you not limit yourself, uh, but you create 
a next level that you never even imagined. But when you get started feeling your emotions, here's what oftentimes can happen. When you start listening to your heart more than you do your head, it opens the door for some self-criticism and some comparison. Why are these feelings even coming up? Are these the right feelings? Do I even know what I feel anymore? Maybe I don't have the grit to go to the next level in my business because should I even be feeling all these emotions? What if I don't have what it takes to be a top performer to get to six or seven figures? And one that I hear all the time from my clients, I must be lazy. I've never met a lazy entrepreneur. If you have that entrepreneur desire inside of you, I know that you're not lazy. The reality is, and you have an intellectual understanding of success and intellectual understanding of success can only take you so far because that's the old way of doing business. That's the old way, the old paradigm of overthinking. And those paradigms are being dismantled and they're collapsing right now to make way for new earth businesses. So let's get into heart and head brains because we do have brains all over our body. Actually, we have neurons, brain cells all over our body, certainly in our head, in our actual brain, but also in our heart. We also have it in our gut. And really we're seeing more and more in neuroscience that those neurons are all over the body. The body is sending as many messages to the brain as the brain is to the body. And this offers us an intelligence and a guidance. So the head can be really useful, not just for logic, but for orientation of purpose. So first of all, we can be in our heads and there's a, there's a point for that. There's a, a use for that. But even within the head, it's important to know the difference if you're in a success mindset or if you're in more of a stuck mindset. In a nutshell, a success mindset will see everything as a learning opportunity and be very comfortable making mistakes because when you're in a success mindset, you know that it's, it's not personal. It's not a reflection of you. If you have what's a so-called failure, it doesn't mean you're a bad person or it doesn't say or mean anything about you at all. It just means that you tried something and it didn't work out like you thought. So success mindset believes that anybody can be successful at anything with the right knowledge, effort, and practice. And so if something fails, it's just a matter of get more knowledge, put in more effort, or do more practice. Pretty simple. Success mindset is very open to learning, to feedback, to other people's perspectives, to acknowledging weaknesses or shortcomings to being open to change and going with the flow and finding the win-win of things and in looking for opportunities to take a risk and to grow. But what happens when we fall into a stuck mindset? Well, in a stuck mindset, it's very much, we could call that ego mindset. It's very much fear-based and fear of actually not being enough, fear of not being capable of learning the skills or the knowledge, not being capable of putting in the effort, not being capable of sustaining the practice until you become successful with things. So a stuck mindset believes that there's just not enough. Only certain people are gifted and talented, and therefore they avoid the feedback, avoid um, comparison, dislike criticism, tend to compare and compete. And it's a game of really hiding who 
the mind is thinking that you are. So when you're going to use the head brain for making logical decisions, it's important to be oriented, have the orientation of a success mindset, or it can really be a pitfall because nothing will ever be good enough. You'll get stuck in this um, perspective of, of comparison and ultimately be feeling not worthy of a successful business. So with the orientation of a success mindset, the mind or the head brain can be useful in a lot of practical ways, like working out the details of your business plan or a roadmap for where you want to go. And yet at the same time, being in the head rather than the heart can keep you limited in what you can even conceive because the head is not the place for imagination. And the great, the, the head can only, the mind or the head can only conceive what it's seen before, what it believes is possible. So even when you're in a success mindset in your head, running your business only from the head is going to have an automatic limit to it because you're only going to see or strive for what you've seen somebody else do or what you currently believe is possible. The greatest inventors, the greatest creatives, the greatest minds of all time have instead valued imagination and saw what wasn't there. In fact, Einstein even said that imagination is more important than knowledge for knowledge is limited to all that we now know and understand. While imagination embraces the entire world and all that there ever will be to know and understand. And he even went on to say, I have no special talent. I am only passionately curious. I think Einstein was a fabulous example of a success mindset and heart and head integration. So let's talk about the heart side to things then. When we get into our heart, we have, we acknowledge our emotions, we feel our feelings, and we fuel our imagination. And we can only do that if we have emotional capacity to be okay with our emotions. So effective imagination combines information together to synergize new concepts and ideas. And there's a lot of different types of imagination. There's fantasy, there's empathy, there's strategy, there's emotional imagination, there's actual dreams, there's memory uh, reconstruction. I call using imagination in my coaching and assignments that I give my clients, visioning. So it's seeing what might not be there yet. In fact, the first episode of this season, I Am Vibrant, was about visioning. And so we'll drop the link also for that right here in the show notes in case you want to go back and start visioning with your heart and your imagination for your business and your life. So here's something else about heart and head. These skills to be able to utilize heart and head in in driving your mission or your business, it's really developed very early in life. And so that's why I use the term imprinting. If you took the number of years of your formative years, which we could consider up until the point where you left your house and you started to be an adult, you left your parents' home, started to be an adult and um, were on your own. If you divided whatever time period for a lot of people, it will be from you know age zero to 21, Some of you might've left home earlier, 16, 15, um, some later, 25, but whatever that that 
amount of years is divided into equal thirds. Your first third is where you learned the heart. And we model this and learn this from experience with our mother or mother figure. So that's where a child in their formative years learns to feel feelings, express feelings, pay attention to feelings as instincts, follow those feelings. Then in the second third, we learn head and that's from dad. So that's the logic, the problem solving, the figuring out a process, the making something happen, the um, pro con lists, you know, all of that in intellectual, logical kind of stuff we learn in that second third. And then the third piece we learn integration. And that's key for breaking through upper limits, that it is key to be able to integrate heart and head in leading your business, leading your career, leading your organization. And that was or was not imprinted and trained to your subconscious mind in that third part of your formative years. So if you didn't have strong figures or modeling for any or one of these stages, then oftentimes what happens is you shut down one thing or the other. And a lot of times, if there wasn't good modeling, what, what's most common is that we got stuck in head. And I say we, because I resemble this, um, we get stuck in head and that's, and that's a matter of survival, right? Because the head can serve us. The head can be logical. The head can solve problems. The head can get us out of situations. Um, but again, only to a certain point. So I mentioned that I resemble this. My own example is that I, as a child, I was full on emotion. I was, my mom always even said I had a tender heart um, because I would just feel everything and feel it so strongly and feel it so intensely but I never really learned what to do with the emotions. My family's background is a very historic Scandinavian. So it felt scary to me. It felt very out of control to feel so much. Um, so little by little, as I grew older, I learned to ignore and completely shut that down and start to pride myself on being very head-based, the smart one. I had a passion for helping people grow. I wouldn't have called it that, but now in hindsight, I was destined for the kind of work that I do right now. Um, and my instinct le led me into corporate leadership development and training. And it was um, comfortable most of the time because I could be very successful using my head. But there was still this inner conflict and this denial of feelings. And so even though I stayed in corporate for several decades, followed the rules, um, did very well, I hadn't developed the success mindset because underneath it all, I was very uncertain about my worth. However, I could fake it really well because I could just stay in the head mindset and follow the black and white rules and be very, very successful. I became what many leaders actually are, which is simply a good mimic. I could say good faker too, but a good mimic. Show me the pattern and I'll mimic it and I'll recreate it. But completely underestimating my potential because my feelings and my heart were completely shut down. At that time, I didn't see myself as an entrepreneur. I didn't use feelings as a divining rod and I didn't have the capacity to feel my feelings. And I in fact undervalued them and didn't like them very much at all. So check in right now and see if that is you. Are you running your business completely from the head and denying feelings that keep creeping up? inner callings that tell you maybe you should be in a different niche. 
Maybe there's a different way to do things. Maybe following the status quo way to run your business doesn't really sit well for you. Well, I ignored that entrepreneurial calling for a long time. And that, that until that pent up emotion just burst one day when it was too painful to stay in that head-based corporate environment anymore. So I want to give you an exercise to actually try right now. Don't skip this, even if it's um, for 30 minutes later today, maybe not right now as you're listening to this, um, go ahead and do an exercise and ask yourself right now, I hate it when, and allow yourself to just free flow journal. I hate it when, because whenever you can identify something in your business or your career that you just hate it, you hate that part of the job then you know that you love the opposite. Then also ask yourself a second journal question. Wouldn't it be great if? And thirdly, what am I trying not to feel? When you know what you hate, you know what you desire. When you ask, wouldn't it be great if? You expand that desire. And when you acknowledge the feelings you're trying to hide, that's, that's the divining rod. That's the place that's trying to guide you past the upper limit you might've hit in your business already to something bigger than you can even imagine right now at all. A second exercise that you can do is at least three times a day, stop and breathe and ask, what am I feeling? What was happening? And what am I feeling? so that you can start to equate what things in your business and your role and your leadership and what things make you feel something else, fear, resentment, hostility, restriction, anger, disappointment, any of the lower vibrating emotions. And lastly, I wanna give an exercise that's called holy listening. In A Course in Miracles, it's called listening session. Way of Mastery calls it radical inquiry, but make sure that you schedule time, how this works every day, start your day with silent time to repeat those questions and ask yourself, what does my heart want to be doing? What is my heart's desire? If I could do anything as my service in the world, what would that service be? Now, I mentioned that I would also discern between fear and your intuition, because sometimes people hold back and they say, well, I think it was my intuition telling me that, but it was probably actually fear. If it's fear, you're, it's, you'll, you can identify it because the mind is going to outcome. It's focused on outcome. If I do this, then this will or won't happen. If it's intuition, it doesn't make logical sense. You can also ask yourself, is this expansive or contractive? Because higher guidance always expands us. And fear keeps us safe. So this is an insight into breaking through the upper limit that you might have created without knowing it in your business by starting to integrate your heart. These are our starting rituals, starting practices, and some knowledge. Now it's time to put in the effort and to repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. 
to start to be so tuned into your feelings, what your heart wants and take action on it that you practice or experiment, experiment your way into what happens when you lead this way. It won't be predictable outcomes, but if you stay in predictable outcomes, that's following your fear. Trusting your gut defies logic. Trusting your heart defies logic. But life is meant to be enjoyed and you are meant to feel good and you attract what you feel and you grow your business by following what you feel. And you can't think your way into divine purpose. You feel your way into divine purpose. But in order to do that, you have to feel the feelings, form the greater capacity and the greater allowance. So once you have started the the three exercises I've given you here, I also want to share with you, I've got a align your vibration with your desires guide. When you start to hear what your true desires are, this is a guide of daily rituals that you can use that will help you stay in tune to that vibration, uh, in tune to that desire, excuse me. And then lastly, I lead a vision activation session once a month that helps you plan out your time to match that so that you no longer get stuck in the head with an overwhelming list of to-dos and instead are managing your energy beyond your time so that you can feel what your heart is telling you and follow its lead. In these 90-minute activations, we tune frequency, we go deeper with energy management, Uh, I actually work through your scenario of how to set up your day to allow for feeling. We do some somatic activations, detox the things that drain you. And I use the Inspirement Life proprietary process that I co-created that allows you to manifest bigger dreams and goals while supporting your health and your wellness. So that is at bit.ly slash energy planner. And I'll drop all these links in the show notes now. Start today. Don't delay any longer. Get out of your head. Listen to a feeling and go ahead and follow that feeling and just see what happens. Follow that feeling as a curious experience and you won't be disappointed in any way. This has been the I Am Vibrant podcast. I'm Leah Lent and I'll be with you next time. 